Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is episode 287 of the Bitch Talk podcast. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can find all of our social media handles uh, right on that front page there. We at Bitch Talk were really, uh, I I don't know, hashtag blessed to interview Boots Riley. It was uh, November of 2015. And it was at a uh, gathering that Ryan Coogler, you know who Ryan Coogler is, uh, Black Panther, Fruitvale Station, Creed, Creed 2. Um, but he put this thing together in downtown Oakland. I kind of helped him with PR and uh, we got to sit in and just chat with people that were there, not Ryan. But all of a sudden we were able to have Boots Riley on the show <laughs> and uh my background with Boots is that I used to work in the local SF scene, music scene, and I knew of Boots. I didn't really knew everything about Boots, but I knew he was a really powerful musician, activist uh, within the community. So when he sat down with us, and I have to remind everyone in 2015, Ange was not my co-host at the time. It was Karen Page, and uh, I met Karen in the music scene as well. So Karen knew Boots, and out of all of the podcasts we did, uh, that was the most excited she'd ever been in her whole I, entire <laughs> life about a guest, which was great because she carried this interview. Up, so. up until that point, <laughs> up until that, and we had been doing shows for what, two years up to that point? I think it was right after your second year and uh, no, or 100th, 100th episode. And so I think when I listened back to this episode that we're rebooting, uh, it was episode 111. Because... So yeah, there's 111 episodes, so, and I'd been, <laughs> by the way. I'd been around for, at that point, so I'd been around 80 episodes, roughly, because I think I came in 20-something with you guys, or 30-something. And I'm sorry? I'm <laughs> sorry wow. to bother you? Seriously. And, um, and all of those 80 episodes that I had been a part of, and that I'd produced and I'd recorded and, and, and done with you guys, up to, until that point, I'd never seen her get that excited about anybody to talk to <laughs> yeah and i didn't it was like some it was one of those things where we were it was very chill we were like we're gonna cover yeah. it we're gonna cover this event it was uh we were we found a quiet space in the balcony yeah we're at the, the theater. parkway theater yeah. in oakland and mm-hmm. we were set up and then you know like we would record a couple of breaks by ourselves uh if we found somebody or if they found if like Aaron and and uh, Karen would go out and then they'd come back and go, oh, we found somebody to be on and we'd just record these things. And then at the very end, and it was pretty low key, just even keel, whatever. And then at the very end, Karen comes back, like her hair caught on fire or something like that. She was just like, we got somebody, we got somebody. And she was like more attentive yeah. and just all about it. And right. I didn't know, and I didn't know how it came about. Like, Well, it was actually, I have to give a shout out to Ephraim Walker. He's the guy who is helping out finding guests for us. He's a, uh, he produced, he helped produce Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station and was a good friend of Ryan's. Okay. So he was kind of going around, looking around who would be a good guest. And so he, I think he mentioned it earlier in the day and I'm like, yeah, of course I knew the name. And then he was like, yeah, I'm, I'll get boots for you. I'm sure he'll want to be on. It's cool. And then, yeah, we had boots on. So, Yeah, it's like I was. it was one of those things I wasn't familiar with. I wasn't too familiar with him right. and his scene, but I'd heard the name. Right. No, he's a you know, local guy, but I didn't know 
like kind of what a big deal he is like in the hip hop scene locally mm-hmm. and all of that. And mm-hmm. in the community as a community organizer. Right. He's just a man of the people. He and, really is. And mm-hmm. he was, but he was so cool and so down to yep. earth. And I'm actually excited to re-listen to this You thing. should be. It's you, really you just, good. You just, you said you just did the other day. Yeah. This is the second time I've re-listened to it and mm-hmm. uh, in the last couple of months. And it's I, really good. I know, yeah, and I knew I, it, I knew it was coming up because I'd be listening for this reboots because you kept telling me that we were going to reboots it at some point. We, yeah, I mean, hey, hey, bitch talk listeners, you guys who are faithful, we get amazing guests here, and we are very thankful. We just didn't make the cut for sorry to bother you. Maybe who knows? We'll see in the next few weeks. But um, but I'm so happy we have this interview. Um, and just going to talk a little more and then I'll touch on some stuff we talked about and then we'll throw to the, to the interview. Uh, this is a hard film to describe. Uh, if you're telling a friend, oh, you have to go see this film and you're like, what's it about? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you have an hour? Uh, but he, <laughs> he describes it as an absurdist dark comedy with magical realism and science fiction inspired by the world of telemarketing. Hmm. Yeah. So that's it in a nutshell, I guess. Uh, you get, and that <laughs> sure. doesn't even do it justice, right? Please, but you don't want to give any spoilers or anything. Course, but that's that's his one. I line. don't think anybody can spoil this movie. <laughs> well, unless they're there, assholes. There oh, unless you you're. Can e- say. Oh yeah, there's a couple of things in <laughs> yeah. there that you could totally just go blah and then totally ruin it. But we're not that. We're not those. We're I am, not those bitches. Sorry. No, we're not. Not and that I, kind. of I bitch. would never. No. It. I want people to pay for this movie. First of all, to support Boots uh, and to support Oakland, really. When I tell people, oh, yeah, I've seen it and it's bonkers, they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but so we're going to we're going to switch up and and listen to Boots from 2015. But I do want to tell you just to tease this a little bit. So music obviously comes up and he talks sort of at length about Prince, which I thought was really touching. Oh. I know. Uh, talking about activism when he was like 14. I mean, <laughs> stupid. Uh, Karen gets really excited about something called Brother Earth, which is fun. Then he starts talking about the screenplay that he's writing because Sorry to Bother You was first a book and then it turned into a screenplay. So we didn't know anything about this and he just starts talking about it, which was fucking fantastic. So then you're going to hear about Sundance came in to play. Uh, he went to San Francisco state for film school. Holler. Duh. Yeah. And then, um, something that we touch on a couple of episodes ago, social media detox. Hmm. So it's all connected. It's all fucking connected. And, uh, Listen to Boots. This was November 2015, and uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit about Sorry to Bother You when you come back. Our very special guest very special. on the mic right now is the internationally known Boots Riley. Hello. Welcome What's to the up? show. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm doing good. I've been eating pizza, watching movies. <laughs> it's not a bad Friday, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what movies have you seen so far? No, I mean, I, I saw the uh, the Vanguard. I forget what the the Black Panther documentary. Yeah. How was that? And then some of the shorts. Uh, it was it was. I mean, I've read almost every book on it and all of that, and know so many of the folks that are in it. That yeah, these are stories that I know. 
really well, but it was good to see it with seeing from the reactions of the crowd, people getting some new information that they didn't have about it, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, was, you're no stranger to activism yourself, sir, mm -hmm. from a musical medium and then yeah. some. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I started out as a youth activist and then mm -hmm. got into music officially after that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, it's all the same thing because before I was uh, an, a youth organizer, I had, uh, you know, I, I was into music, but I kind of, it was, I don't know, I like, I wanted to be Prince, but. Yes, well, who didn't? Know, who doesn't? Who didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Boots Riley. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a safe place yeah. right now. So did Come I. In. Yeah. Come into yeah. the tree. But I didn't want to do all the practicing and all that kind of stuff <laughs> it's a lot of work yeah, it's a lot yeah. of work, lot of work knowing like 30 instruments yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh <laughs> but I, that number is bumped up though because like it'll be like he knows how to play this kind of guitar and then that kind of guitar right. and then mm -hmm. a ukulele and then yeah. you know it's really sort of, like 15 versions yeah, of like five yeah, instruments yeah, yeah so he knows how to play a lot of instruments yeah but he's not you know do, doing that many but uh no, so I, I wanted to do that, and then, then later I got involved. That was like when I was 12. Then when I was 14, 15, got involved in organizing. And when I did that, I was like, oh, that music stuff, that was just like individualistic, and, you know, I just wanted to be famous. And that. But in reality, when I look back on it, they were both kind of the same thing. Because like, mm -hmm. when you're, you know, you're, you're, we're all taught that we don't mean shit. We're all taught that. You know, we're insignificant, and so the people that are important are the ones on TV. And so people want, to, you want your life to mean something. So mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, I want to be famous, I want to be on TV, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't so much that it was individualistic as wanting my life to mean something. And then later on when I became an organizer, I got that feeling satisfied because mm -hmm. I felt like, wow, what I'm doing here is something that, will have reverberations mm -hmm. forever you know so and it has i mean you've done, you recorded a lot of material a lot of material with the coup yeah yes sir mm -hmm. and i have and another band called street sweeper social club you want to talk about street sweeper social club well that's you talk um, about both it's me and tom morello from rage against the machine yeah uh, we put out two oh. releases. <laughs> Top five favorite guitar players. Just right. saying. Okay. Continue. You put out two releases. We did two releases. Um, he doesn't like to tour much, so mm -hmm. it's not really something I can spend a lot of time on. Yeah. But it's... That's... Then I don't have a way to make money at it. But it's out there in the ether for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did two. Uh, the first one was self-titled. The second one was The Ghetto Blaster. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, you did this one thing, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's it was a, a video about the environment and the sun. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah, that was... Uh, what is it called? Brother Earth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best thing I've ever seen on YouTube All right. ever. All right. I was so impressed with it. It was, yeah. um, it was some next-level, like, environmental... Messaging. All I did with that was read the script. So really, yeah, but you brought any... so much to it. Okay, you, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Josh Healy and I forget the name of the organization. Well, but yeah, 
It was so, really meaningful. All right. So cool. thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm geeking out it right was, now. It was, Please yeah, geek it was out. Fun. I love it. She doesn't geek out that no, often, so I'm letting her. Not really. All right. Okay. I'm just yeah. the mute over here. Yeah. Don't yeah. Worry. yeah. So <laughs> what you, what's been keeping you busy lately? Uh, so I wrote this screenplay mm-hmm. that got put out as its own paperback book earlier this year. What's that called? Uh, uh, well, the screenplay is a surreal, dark comedy with magical realism and science fiction hmm. inspired by my time as a telemarketer. It's <gasps> called Sorry oh. to Bother You. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. And uh, yes. <laughs> so it, it originally the last my, the coup's last album was supposed to be the, the soundtrack to it, but I had to put that out and had to, to so that we could tour and stuff. So I'm making a new soundtrack. But the so put that out as a paperback on McSweeney's and then uh, Sundance brought me to the labs and then they rallied a whole bunch of investors to get excited about it and then um, we got so yeah and so we're shooting it in the spring and we got somebody that I we just got somebody that I can't really announce okay. yet non-disclosure agreement that is the uh, that'll be playing the lead I'm directing the movie breaking news guys breaking so. news you're directing it yeah, yeah. I started out in film school. Really? And then when oh, I was in film school at San Francisco State when we got our first Shout record out to deal. SFSU. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Alumni yeah. right here. Right yeah. Here. Okay. <laughs> so you were in school when you got your first record deal. Yeah. Yeah. And that was at a time when even shorts were costing money, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, so I got, so I decided to do the the music instead. So you wrote a screenplay. You're gonna direct it. Yep. Um, the the, the, it. There's monsters in it. Uh, the lead effects engineer from Beasts of the Southern Wild is helping <gasps> me make the monsters. By the way, I love that movie oh, so yeah. Yeah. much. So we're talking like practical you. effects, CGI. Practical effects, I'm all yeah. about mm-hmm. those practical effects. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's practical we need to really effects. bring it back. Yeah, no, yeah. It's. It's like. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be a really good thing. We got. Uh, Pad Noswell and Holy oh, Cross. Shit. On board. We're the sorry. Yeah. Wait, did, wait, you said Pat Noswell and who? David Cross. David Cross. Oh. Yes. Yeah, those are two that I can talk about. This is very intriguing and captivating boots. Have you talked to anyone else about this? Is this an exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> There's various people that have been Wow. Well, we feel honored. Yeah, so yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for taking the time. This was yeah. like this was this, was this is it. Nugget. <laughs> you know, we're out after this. Nugget. And okay. see you later, guys. <laughs> yeah. Episode one eleven. <laughs> um, Just Boots Riley. That's it. That's all we needed. Are you on Twitter at Boots Riley? I've got for the, okay. So yeah, I am on Twitter mm-hmm. and and Facebook officially. But for the last three months, you know, I get obsessed with it, so I can't like. You have to put it down sometimes. Do, yeah, yeah, in order to get work done. Yes. I have to not. So for the since the beginning of September, I haven't been on it. Okay. I, 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 I've gone, I've, I've had somebody go and put announcements of a couple things. But right. yeah. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't been on it. So You've unplugged? So people can follow me. And then once we get all the pre-production done and stuff, I'll, I'll start tweeting about okay. it but yeah i got like it's hard for me to post and then not be like oh how many people liked it uh yeah. okay and then it's a you sickness. know that sort yeah. of thing yeah, yeah yeah and then i'm checking all day and like my mind has gotten so much clearer i'm gonna ask you um, how does it feel yeah I, f- I feel way less cluttered and but at the same time it's a risk because so for instance with facebook 
you build up all of these f friends, followers, or whatever. And so when you post, if you you you're active a lot, it goes to the top of their yes, thing. Their but feed. if you yep. aren't, then when you come back, they're not even seeing when you post. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like a business-wise for promoting your music, it's a sacrifice. But I just right. was like, okay, I gotta get this stuff. No, done. good for you. So you know. I mean, there's always somebody that you can get on the team to post on yeah. your behalf. Well, I'll, there's also a Sorry to Bother You, the movie uh, Facebook page, so people can oh. get on that we're and gonna, learn. We're going to like that, that right after yeah. this interview. Right. <laughs> we'll oh follow you there. Well, um, Blue Riley, sorry to bother you. <laughs> but um, Yeah, feel free to bother me. Thank yeah. you right. so much All for right. being on cool. our show. It's been a All pleasure. Right. Sharon and Aaron. Karen. I mean, Karen and Aaron. Because I thought of that because... <laughs> You know, Sharon is Karen. It so is. It is. That, so <laughs> that should be our people next. People should just call yeah, Karen Sharon. And then that way she can be like, because Sharon is Karen. Yeah. <laughs> That's our yeah. next tagline, yeah, actually. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, cool. Thanks thank for being you here. very much. Peace. That was Boots Riley, y'all. Sorry to bother you. I don't know where he's going to go from here, but I definitely think he's going to win some awards for this film because it's so fucking different than anything I've seen in a, lo a long time. He he hinted at the Q&A that he's, he's sticking with TV and film for a while. He'll still do music, write songs here and there, but he's, he's in on the film and, and TV scene for a minute, which is okay. exciting. Okay. But he wouldn't say what it was. <laughs> I mean... No, I, what are your thoughts? Because it's out there, well, and we're not blowing it for anyone. Was, but mean, if if you are if you were fortunate, because they're they're doing screenings right now, right? Um, the movie comes out July sixth today. Yeah, and in oh, select yeah. theaters, but then on the thirteenth, right? Expands. Right. Yep. Around. And uh, so there's been screeners and uh, and previews popping up and everywhere, di and different. Yep. Like. The film, the local Bay Area film festivals, they did one for was San, San Francisco, Francisco film mm -hmm. and whatnot. So if you were fortunate to do the first thing that everybody does when they watch it, this isn't this isn't a a, a spoiler. Everybody goes, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, that's that's the reaction. <laughs> it's like, "What the f was that?" And that's kind of what that's kind of what I after I watched, I was like, "What did I just see?" What just happened here, you know? And then when I did my exit interview and they asked what my feedback, and I'm like, it's, you know, like, you can't even, it was like, that's five, you gave me five minutes to process this movie. That's how kind of yeah. bonkers and bananas it is. And then I went, you know, like, visually, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just, there's just, it's just different in so many ways. And I, and, the, and my final kind of exit thought was just like, now that's a film, you know. Mm -hmm. It's yes, it's a film. It's Thank an, you. It's an experience, really, and it's one so that you so rarely get these days. But he wanted it that way. He said he said in the Q and A like that he's happy that the one of the biggest things, other than it's bonkers, it's crazy. One of the biggest feedback he gets from people is, "I'm still thinking about it." I'm like days later, weeks later, I'm still thinking about this film because there's so there's so much to it. He, and um, he says he didn't want it to just be about one thing because that's not life. It's about so many different things. You can pull one topic and think about that for a week and then think about, oh, what about this topic that was in the film and think about that. So, um, yeah, I love it. I love it that it stays with you. And, um, and the cast, good casting, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Holy crap. He, he did. He nailed all the... 
He no nailed shit. all those roles, man. Tessa Thompson. Can we get her on Bitch Talk? I tried a long time that ago. the ultimate. I tried when she was here for Creed. I did. Nope. <sighs> she wasn't at that time, which I... Now I'm like, whatever. But at that time, they were like, yeah, we don't think she should do something called Bitch Talk. I'm like, have you seen her now? Right. Like, she would be fucking great on Bitch Talk. I'm telling you. That's for people who don't really know. When they hear Bitch Talk, they don't really understand. Well, most people think we sit here and... And mail bash or... Yeah, someone, we drink wine saying, and bitch about shit. Yeah, or... Which... Well, we kind of do. Yeah, we're a bitch, but yeah. we're also just bitches talking. But we're not bitching <laughs> right. about life. We're no. just... Sometimes, but that's also part of it, but that's not all of it. I think we're very positive and inspiring. <laughs> I do too. The people we talk to are. Maybe we're not as <laughs> Sure. Uh, but anyway. No. Yeah. I kid. What? People love us. Come on, people. Tweet at us or whatever you want to do. <laughs> Instagram at us. Email us, therealbtpod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> no, I... Whatever. I I really, I can't even say I love the film. I feel like that's not even the statement. It's just interesting as fuck. It's more like I'm grateful that this film is out there. Yes. And that he's started a whole new kind of genre. Uh, <laughs> he created a whole piece we, that hasn't been. When we were, because uh, we saw the film with uh, my cousin Brian. and What did friend, he think? He and then it. Annika. And then Annika. So wait, side uh, note really quickly. Annika's. A good friend of ours. She's been on the podcast. She's also my roommate. Um, we're sitting around one day and talk, shooting the shit. And I was telling her about this film I saw. And we're talking about it. She's like, oh, I worked on a film in downtown Oakland for a couple days. I'm like, is it called, like, were you working with Boots Riley? She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was, like, this other guy, well, Lakeith Stanfield. She's like, yeah, she worked on the fucking film. We yeah, didn't even t- know. So anyways. And Lakeith, he complimented her shirt. Yes. And if you look at him, he's he's all about fashion. He's, he's right. fly. So right. for him to, to uh, comment on her shirt, that's a great compliment. We've interviewed Lakeith as well, so. We have. Yeah, for Crown Heights. Yep. We have. He was great. He and, was great, and it's and, and he looked great. Side yeah. note, side note on that is I didn't know that was another one that I didn't, I wasn't familiar with Lakeith and his popularity. I didn't because I hadn't seen at that point. I hadn't seen Get Out yet. Oh, and mm. I don't watch. I didn't. I don't watch Atlanta. So I was just was thinking that he's just like, hey, he's another one of these like kind of low key up and coming actors. I didn't realize that he's as big as he is and. Now he's going to be all over the place with this thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, I love, I love doing those interviews though when people still don't know how, like, we've, you know, we've had the opportunity to talk to people and they weren't quite peaking yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're just like right here. And uh, <laughs> so, but, um, oh, but we were, uh, I was oh, driving, yeah, sorry, I was driving yeah. the gang. I was driving the gang to Bart after the after the film yesterday. And we were talking about it, and I one of the thoughts that I had was the fact that while you're watching this movie, we it's like you're wondering, like what, you're still wondering what you're watching and what's going to happen like, what, next. What is this and, leading to? <laughs> and, and and I remember thinking, I'm like, what's go- where's where's this going? What's going to happen? What you like? And then I realized, I'm like. We're three quarters of the way into the movie, and you're like, you're still wondering, what is this movie what is this about? leading to? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what, what, what am I watching? <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those. Yeah, it's it's 
it's just a different type. It's like if you're if you want to see something different in a world that's all reboots like Marvels, <laughs> Star Wars, mm-hmm. Pixar, I don't even know what else. Ghostbusters again. Yeah, tw- 25. Overboard again. Yeah, just tired fucking shit. Like, Sorry, I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm just very grateful for this yeah. movie. Uh, thank what, you for putting thank you boots. Refreshing. People aren't pushing new. that creative envelope nope. of stuff because they're just redoing all the stuff that that clicked, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Right. And so, and there's somebody that came here and just dropped a freaking bomb of creativity. <laughs> yeah. right. I like and, that. And uh, after, sh- after the film, we were talking to Kelda, who's another friend of the show. She yeah. was just uh, She's a part of our Bourdain pub Bo- crawl. Bourdain crawl, Bourdain part crawl. one. Uh, we were talking to her about it, and she was saying how her parents or her dad was like, how come more young kids aren't making films and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, they are. They're just not getting funding. Yeah. You know, and young kids and minorities and women or whatever. It's just like. Because no one wants to throw money happening, at it. Yeah. But they, they don't get funded, right. so they don't get out there. Right. So thank you, Boots. I I, uh, I was trying to scroll through, but I think I remember what our official review was of uh, Sorry to Bother You was a political sci-fi mind, mind fuck. Yeah. Mind mm. fuck appropriate which is amazing it's that's uh, every when i f- gave that review they're like is that i'm like no that's positive mm-hmm. it's just it's so good he's on another level i i'm i don't know i don't know him that well but i'm proud of him so you go boots uh so go see sorry to bother you please uh let us know what you think uh next week we will have a basic bitch, which we haven't done in a Finally. long time. I miss them. I'm bringing the whiskey. Yeah, you are. Go to Costco. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have Bourdain Crawl Part 2, if I can get through it. We've already got a couple of those in the can, so I can't wait to release those. Duh. Yeah, we have like two or three more locations to yeah. go to, yeah. Yeah. and then we'll be done for now. And then, if you haven't caught up yet, we have uh, our Boundaries episode that's 286 with director shauna festi uh pinterest with evelyn obamos good friend of the show we have boarding crawl part one that's out there that's doing really well and um you guys you should listen to that one in honor of in honor of and do your own crawl and share it with us yeah i oh I use hashtag boarding crawl yeah or we'll meet other people are using by the way i was uh, having um, lunch with a friend of old producer partner Mark, uh, Maddie and he was telling me that we had the genius like he's like dude that's a brilliant idea for a podcast to do which is so, thanks so thanks people are liking it yeah yeah well thanks to Bourdain for the inspiration yep yep so uh go listen to those we have a lot of content you guys uh it's 280 now seven <laughs> episodes <laughs> there's a lot out there so go to bitchtalkpodcast.com it's all caught up thanks to our webmaster Jeff Hunt who also has a podcast called Story SF so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon bitch please bitch please